folks, and welcome to episode 38 of the Far Beyond Metal podcast. I'm your host and spirit guide on this metal journey, Daniel Cordova. In this episode, Stephanie of Brutus discusses her first band, and I recommend A Light Within. Before all that, I welcome back one of my favorite guests, Annika Van Giersbergen. Annika and I spoke last year about her latest band, Fur. Since then, she's been celebrating her 25th year in music with a variety of shows, including two performed with the Hague Residence Orchestra. One of those evenings was recorded for her brand new live album, Symphonized. The track listing covers her work with The Gathering, Fur, The Gentle Storm, and more. So before I discuss the new live album and catch up with Annika, here are some of the Fur tracks from that album. This is Your Glorious Light Will Shine, Helsinki from Symphonized. Annika. Hi, Annika. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, Skype updated when I wasn't looking, so all the sounds are very different and scary to me right now. But other than that, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm doing well. Okay, super. <laughs> uh, so I don't expect you to remember this, but we spoke about this time last year. So I've got some kind of uh, follow-up for my listeners that we'll, we'll touch on initially, and then we'll, we'll definitely touch on the new album. Wonderful. Super. So uh, last year we focused a lot on Ver. How is Ver going? Well, it's going well, man. It's it's the thing is, we started. I was looking back like two years ago. We started with nothing. I had a an idea, a vision. I wanted to form a band. I wanted to express my, you know, my more heavy side in a, you know, in a band form. So we formed this band. We made songs and. You know, we toured, we have this album out, of which I'm so proud. And uh, it's going well. I mean, it's there's a lot of good bands around, and it's not easy getting a new name across, but but I think we did a good job, and yeah, happy. I like the uh, the album of her a lot, um, but I did read somewhere that you guys have already begun working on the next one. Is that true? And if, if so, how far in are you? Well, actually, I, I did, um, and, but I'm also, you know, I'm uh, kind of simultaneously always working on solo acoustic stuff and on band stuff, you know, so heavy and, and soft stuff. And um, uh, so I started writing for Vue, but also I'm writing a lot of songs uh, which are like more acoustic and more soft. I'm writing a lot of songs in the Dutch language. And so I'm not sure yet exactly where I'm going. Um, maybe I I kind of switch uh, from Vuur to solo acoustic, Vuur solo stuff. You know, I have this thing with the the live album with the with the orchestra. So I'm doing that. Um, so I kind of I kind of switch around, I think. And uh, with the orchestra, I know there was a couple shows earlier this year that uh became the live album 
Is that something mm -hmm. you think will become a regular staple for you in a live setting, like maybe like a one-off Vakken show or something? Actually, that's a good idea, man. <laughs> Anytime. So uh, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll call you when I need ideas. Um, but uh, yeah, um, that could very well be. But this is indeed, this, is, this came from, this kind of spontaneously happened. Um, because the orchestra, they asked me to participate in this one of those evenings. They sometimes... Um, they sometimes create these evenings and they're classical orchestra, right? So they ask somebody from light music like pop or jazz or hip hop, whatever. And they form like this one evening, they perform it uh, one time and then that's it. This It's like project thing that they're doing. Um, they asked me because I thought it was interesting that I came from rock and metal background. Um, so this thing evolved. Uh, I said yes, of course, and then I said, "Wow, let's do some anthology-like uh, thing because I'm 25 years in in professional music." And then I said, "Yeah," and then we picked songs, and then it became very interesting for uh, fans. Uh, we made this show, and then or we announced the show, and then we announced another show, and then we thought, "Well, if we record it, we can make an album." So, so kind of it was kind of a it progressed from from really just a spontaneous like let's do this one show and then it progressed into this so and now i'm celebrating my 25 years uh, of being a professional musician with this fantastic orchestra you know and an album it's, it's great uh, does it feel like it's been 25 years of doing this professionally uh no man it when i look back it's like jesus that that went by just just like that um, uh, you know, so half, almost half of that period was with the gathering and I formed, then I just kind of went on my solo career and then I did all these different things I worked with so many different people. And then when you're busy, time goes just fast, you know, and I just grew up fast. Um, and, uh, it's, it's crazy. What was your last job before you became a professional musician? <laughs> um, oh, good. You know what? I've always made music, right? So, uh, from since I can remember, I made music. Since I can, like, since I was fourteen, I was in bands and doing music, writing music, playing the guitar, whatever. So I've always been in music. So whatever I did, also job-wise, was always with the with the idea of, but yeah, one day I will live from music. So I'm not going to do anything else seriously, but music. So I did a lot of like factory work just to make some money, just so I could leave really easily when I had a gig or something, you know, something cooking. So I did a lot of like odd jobs and, uh, which I loved by the way, because it gave me like, also the mental freedom to write songs, just to go home in the evening, write songs, play gigs, until I could live from it, you know? So all the time, even when I was in school, that was always on my mind, like making music, making music, you know? I think that's really interesting, because like, you always hear about the struggle of being a musician and working a job like in a factory, 
kind of gives mm-hmm. you a different perspective for storytelling because there's this whole musician thing of just, like working in a factory would be kind of a, a topic in music a lot, especially like with your yeah. Bruce Springsteen's and stuff. So that's, that's cool that you yeah. got that in your pocket as well. <laughs> Indeed. Now that you mention it, yeah. I'm just turning it around, you know. I, I think I think really, truly I liked, I liked f- the factory work. I did a lot of different things. I liked it because it gave me you know, peace of mind in a way, like I didn't have to build anything uh, other than uh, the the music thing, you know, I could concentrate on it, you know, I liked it. Uh, coming back to the, uh, the, sh- the album with the orchestra and really your live, your heavy live output, uh, how do you decide... Mm-hmm your previous material that you're going to play live because with fur you've been playing some uh some gathering and your uh, one of your songs with devin townsend and mm-hmm. the live album also has like a couple gathering songs and i'm just curious like what makes you decide to go back to certain songs um well as it was the 25 years thing i had to kind of from all the eras i wanted to pick some songs and so what i did was um, i talked to the creative director of the orchestra and I said um, I, I said there's so many so like from the gathering alone there's like eight or nine albums <laughs> and it's like there's so many songs so I'm just putting a, together a Spotify list with my favorite songs from all those eras and all those projects and my solo stuff and the whole thing and Vuur and then you have to choose which song you just like and which songs you think fit together and also which songs are, are very capable for are suitable for arranging for the orchestra. So uh, because he has a fresh ear, right? And and so I let him do the filtering. But um, uh, there were there were a few songs that I would definitely want to put on the album uh, or with the orchestra because um, a song like Travel, for instance, of The Gathering is my favorite Gathering song ever. And I never sang, because I love singing Gathering songs with the band, with Vuur, and in doing uh, on my solo acoustic shows, I do some Gathering songs. But Travel is so much, you know, Renee on the guitar, and it's so much the, like the soundscapes of Frank, and and I never dared to touch it with another band. You know what I mean? So, so, and then I thought, if I want to play travel by myself, then I, I can do it with an orchestra because it's already such an orchestral sound uh, in the song. So, I did, I did that, and then I think I'll now I'll leave it alone as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you performed these songs on the live album with strictly just an orchestra, uh, yet mm-hmm. so many rock bands have played with orchestras uh opeth mm-hmm. metallica etc what um made you decide just to do orchestra solely mm-hmm. um well the, uh, actually because the 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 orchestra asked me for this this kind of project that they were doing and they wanted to do i didn't think about um the band or a band or like a combo or drums or guitars with that because i thought if we do it just with the orchestra, you get like a whole different perspective on the songs. Because in the end, when you put a band there and you have heavy drums, you have the guitar solos and you have the whole thing going on, the orchestra, how big it ever may be, 
it it will be an orchestra in the background of what the band's already doing. Yeah, that makes sense. And and now you had to rearrange the songs. You had to um, arrange the songs, uh, and uh, how do you say, uh, uh, fill in the blanks. Uh, so you don't have uh, heavy drums, you don't have electric guitars, even a song uh, Rio, uh, for instance, or Fur, the whole guitar solo, which is like totally uh, fast and melodic, is now being played by a whole orchestra instead of one guitar. And that's just like, uh, my mind was blown when I heard the arrangement for that. Like it's flutes, it's violins, the whole thing. Is, is is orchestrated and man I mean that's so special so the orchestra they really get the lead role in this whole thing were there any songs that you hoped the creative director would pick that just didn't work out for one reason or another uh no oh, the, yeah <laughs> short answer <laughs> but the, the arrangers the both of them they they were so good now um they didn't necessarily listen to metal or prog before or anything that I ever done uh, before. So they were kind of very uh, open to whatever they got to to work on. And I think they did just a fantastic job. I think one of the biggest things about this being successful as, as you know, in terms of the show and... And the uniqueness of it is is because the arrangements were were so good and 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 they they came up to me with like okay so here's the arrangements just tell me if you want anything different and and I listened to even on the computer on those crappy MIDI files I was my mind was already like blown because <laughs> it's so good so no never changed a thing. That was the gathering song Travel from Symphonized by Annika van Giersbergen and the Hague Residence Orchestra. I'll be back with Annika in just a moment, but first, this is my first band. Every musician has to start somewhere, and in this episode, Stephanie from Brutus discusses her heavy origins. Uh, so I'm going to wrap with my favorite question to ask people I interview, which is, uh, what was your first band called and what did it sound like? <laughs> Are you crazy? <laughs> I'm absolutely not. This is my, my favorite question. Is this a real? Is do I have to answer it? <laughs> uh, so you're embarrassed. No. Y you don't. But I was thirteen. <laughs> you don't necessarily have to, but now I really so want to know. Have, so what was the question? <laughs> Tell what, me again. What was your first band called, and what did it sound like? Yeah. So my first band was called Starfucker. Oh, like the Nine Inch Nails song, or just the concept? I think so. And. I was 14 and the only thing I had to do was have time because I was playing drums for two weeks. 
<laughs> and then there was a girl and she was already 24 so it was pretty cool and then she asked me like can you play the drums i was like yeah not so good do you have time I'm like yeah 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 you're in <laughs> and then it was just a punk rock band and i did it a few years just and that's actually how i started learning playing drums like because I had to play good because there were other people involved. But I played like, I think only a month when I started. I played piano first and I started playing drums. And yeah, after three weeks, I was rehearsing punk rock songs. <laughs> Why are you embarrassed about that? That's awesome. No, I'm not embarrassed. I'm just, uh, <laughs> I, I think I just say it funny, starfucker. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. It's a weird thing to say, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I, I got you. Brutus, you can head to wearebrutus.com and facebook.com slash wearebrutus. Now here's some of Zoe Leaf before I wrap up my conversation with Annika Van Giersbergen and a surprise guest that was mentioned in my previous interview with her. Honestly, I'm not finished listening to the album yet. I'm about halfway through. Mm -hmm. But okay. a, a song that really stood out to me was uh, Zoe Leaf, I believe. I'm, yeah, perfect. What can you yeah. say about that song? Because I, I was kind of, I was taken aback by that one. It's not one I'm familiar with. No, it's the, it's actually an original song. Um, it's some, it's a song that I've written eight or nine years ago in the Dutch language on the guitar, or like I, I, I made it on the piano. And um, I couldn't never put it on the album because it was Dutch language and it was like soft and I never made like an acoustic album or whatever. And it wasn't suitable for a rock song and whatever. So it was just laying there together with a bunch of other songs that I played on the guitar and I created like in Dutch language. And But this, one, this song is kind of dear to me because it, it's about my son Finn and about being a mother and about that that's me <laughs> i'm the son <laughs> i have a question about you finn when it's coming when uh it comes it's coming up okay 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 hold on um oh sorry sorry sorry, sorry. i'm just taking oh yes i'm back um so it's about uh about being a mother and about in every uh in every aspect of 
your life, you know, and in every form, you have to one way or another let go of, of something, right? So I was just writing about that. And then whenever I let somebody hear the demo of it, they would be touched um, by, because everything, everybody has has to deal with something like that, whether it's having a child or anything else, you know, we have to learn to love and then we have to learn to let go, right? So so this song was kind of always special, but I could never release it. And, um, and then this orchestra thing comes up and then I thought, okay, let's put one original song on it. And how better than to have it with an orchestra with this beautiful violins and, you know, it turned out to be a lovely song. It's gorgeous, like, no joke. Thank um, you. Speaking of Leaf, uh, I initially had this question last because it's kind of a silly one, but or mm-hmm. not Leaf then. But um, last time we spoke, uh, you mentioned your son was really into Justin Bieber at the time. Has mm-hmm. that has that phase passed, or is he still in that, or has he moved on to anybody else? It has passed. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. I mean, you can listen to Baby; it's fine. Or. Uh, what else is he? I, I did. Were you strictly Baby or like the new album yeah. with uh, the yeah. Ed Sheeran songs? Well, I loved Baby because it was like a hit and you could hear it everywhere back then. So I was always listening it in the car. But um, but now I do like a lot of other stuff because I'm also very into um, musicals and stuff. And I'm in a musical class right now. So uh, I. I, I listen to a lot of musical songs, and I go to mu- I go to musicals with my parents and with uh, other kids from my class. So that's really fun. My uh, my musical taste is rather limited. I know you're Andrew Lloyd Webber's and Hamilton, but uh, what's your favorite musical? Well, I loved um, The Greatest Showman, and uh, uh, it's like uh, uh, it's about uh, a guy who who wants to create a circus, so he invented. He invented the circus, and uh, there's a lot of great um, mix of uh, old music and new music, and it's really and also with the dances are also like old uh, old dance and new dances, and it's really fun. That's one of this is and me, th- right? Pardon? That's with the song this is me, I think. Oh God, yes. Yeah, yes. I know that one. Oh, you, you should. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for joining us, Finn. Uh, no problem. I'm going back to drawing right now. All right, now. enjoy. And is it cool? Is it okay if I leave that in? Bye. Yes. <laughs> bye. <laughs> uh, so coming back to uh, your career, uh, I've looked over some setlist.fm sets of yours from recent solo acoustic shows, and a lot of your set seems to be uh, covers, both of like your past material and other artists. Have you uh, considered a covers album, whether it be with a band or acoustic? Uh, yeah, yeah, because I, uh, I do I do a lot of that, I do a lot of 80s stuff when I'm solo acoustic, you know, because I'm an 80s kid and and, and I love the songs, you know, so I just kind of, it kind of grew like that, that I'm doing now more uh, cover songs in my solo set than my own songs, because I think the, the, the other songs are just better, you know, more fun, but um uh, and then everybody, I, I like after a solo show, they, they always ask me like, so on which album can I find these songs? And I never have an album like that. So <laughs> perhaps I just should make, you know, make like just for fun a cover album, you know? 
Yeah, like a no pressure. You could just drop it on Bandcamp or something. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, just for fun. Yeah. Like I know I've heard your cover of Ironic, Alanis Morissette. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah, not, thanks. It's not eighties though. I gotta say. Um, that's true. Uh, last time we spoke, we also talked about maybe my favorite eighties artist, Prince. Um, mm-hmm. What uh, one of his songs would you approach? Um, well, I I I do uh, like a very nice, like soft version of Little Red Corvette, um, and that's about the only Prince song I I cover because it's not easy what he does like on the guitar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have to really really adapt to uh, my style of playing and and because he's such a wonderful uh, guitar player and and composer, so it's not easy to. Uh, to play the songs in a nice way, you know, to do them justice. So, but this one is a is a nice one. Yeah, I like I love that song. Uh, have yeah. you ever heard any of his piano renditions of his songs, either from Piano and Microphone '83 uh, oh, or anything else? Man, yeah, man, that's just so genius. Heart wrenching. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, so to wrap things up a bit, so you've got your your solo stuff that you're balancing with uh, fur and just everything going on. Uh, mm-hmm. The name of the show is Far Beyond Metal, which of course is Strap Young Lad song. So I almost feel obligated to ask if you are participating in the upcoming Devin Townsend Empath album in any form. Whew, I'm not sure yet. Okay. Um, we have been talking about it, but I'm not sure where he is at the moment in because he has multiple ideas on the site like uh, at the same time going on and i'm not sure where i'm going to be involved but he he sometimes says like well i might need your help and then i'll go whatever you want <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, so I'll, I'll always say how high to him so um, so we'll see i hope so i hope so because i heard some demos back in it like um uh back in in uh it, so uh, Sorry. <laughs> so I heard some demos uh, like a, like a year back when he was m- working on all these things uh, simultaneously, and also on his class like his his his, his modern classical stuff and so, on. and it's like it's unbelievably beautiful. So in any case, I hope to be involved. Um, but if not, I'm gonna buy the album, man. <laughs> I'll love it either way. <laughs> Alrighty, well, uh, thank you so much for talking with me. The Symphony album is gorgeous, and if you decide thank to do you. a bunch more like that, I'd be a happy fan. And uh, yeah, thank you so much. Give Bakken a call. See if they can ship in an orchestra. They did it for Demi Borgir. They could do it for you. Yeah, why not? I mean, that's such a good idea, man. Cool. I will. Uh, thank you. I'll look for my guest list spot if that happens. Don't yeah, oh don't don't do that. It you're, seems impossible in, to get man, to Bakken. It seems impossible <laughs> to get to Germany. So, anyway. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. You have a good rest of your day. Yeah, you too. All right. Ciao. Bye. Bye.
Symphonized by Annika Van Giersbergen drops November 16th via Inside Out Music. For more on the album and upcoming dates from Annika, head to AnnikaVanGiersbergen.com and www.facebook.com slash AnnikaVanGiersbergenOfficial. I'm going to end this episode with a recommendation of a band I just found out about and I already really, really like. They're a progressive post-metal band from Kansas City, Missouri called A Light Within. Earlier this year, they released an EP called Epilogue. Every one of the song titles has a page name associated with it, and then I'm assuming the story on this page of this theoretical book. So from that EP, this is page number 27, Surrounded by Astronauts.
more on A Light Within, head to alightwithin.bandcamp.com and facebook.com slash alwaudio. So that does it for this episode. If you would like to talk to me, you may head to facebook.com slash farbeyondmetal. You may email me at farbeyondmetaldan at gmail.com. I am on Twitter at Ovacord, and the show is at underscore farbeyondmetal. As always, the theme song is the song Far Beyond Metal by the band Strapping Young Lad from their album The New Black, courtesy of Century Media Records and Devin Townsend himself. Thank you for listening. A Catbox Production.